Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Princeton, Arkansas, CordellCordell.com. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acree and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 5% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. Wednesday to the zone. Justin Avery, Westmore, and the Wizard. We appreciate you tuning in. Razorbacks tonight on the road at Oxford. Big Joe Klein will give us his thoughts on the matchup, whether he likes it or not. And we are going to talk about the NFL games this weekend, which Joe likes very much because Kansas City still. Alive in the race. He may not like what Wes has to say. Coach Kelly will be in a little bit later, courtesy of the Little Rock Athletic Club, to talk to us about those matchups as well. And I want to get his breakdown on the quarterbacks who are remaining in the playoffs. And then we will also talk to Tommy Murkison, who's coming in from the Big Buck Classic. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, the Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic, presented by Oakland, is this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday opens at 1 o'clock. We're going to... Get it all opened up and then hand it off to the out-of-bounds fellas and let them uh, run with it. And then we'll uh, finish up with drive time on Friday. We'll all be back out there on Saturday, glad-handed and, you know, kissing hands and shaking babies or whatever the, the saying is. And we're looking forward to being out there. And we'll be in the chili, um, not tent, but what do you call it, the chili? Chili cook-off barn? Barn, Wes. Thank you very much. Uh, so that's the deal. And be? today... At the Big Buck Classic, we're oh. in the barn for oh. the chili cook-off. Okay. It's at the Arkansas State Fairgrounds, Joe. Yep, yep, yep. 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 So, uh, anyway, we appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, we're going to have cooler heads prevail today. Wes and I got a little wound up yesterday. I, I yelled at a caller, Joe. I want to, maybe you could be my priest for the day. I would like to, uh, I'd like to repent, and uh, I would like to say seven Hail Marys and four Our Fathers because I was mean to a caller yesterday as much as he maybe had it coming, maybe not quite as vehemently as I delivered it. And then Wes yelled at JW and hurt his feelings, uh, but we've since talked, and I wow. think he's okay. So, yeah. He was yeah. talking lawsuit after the show yesterday, but it all worked <laughs> out. Everybody's going to be okay. We're good. Um, but, Joe, I appreciate you coming in, and uh, I thought you did a fine job with the game the other day. I know that the little little Razorback inside your heart was puking its guts out did, while you were trying to call good. that game. I mean, I've, no. had a, I've had a couple people say that they thought I did really good, and I felt like I did awful, and I think it's because of what you're – saying right there just I mean I don't know I was faking it <laughs> yeah I was well. faking my enthusiasm for uh for South Carolina no but yeah, you can, I, I you like I, I love their I love their coach I love his demeanor I liked him last year I mean when they were you know they lost 21 games but you could see that I mean he he was he's a sharp dude and I yeah. I, I really liked him well, I feel less terrible about the game this weekend after what happened last night, yeah? Yeah, no, I mean, they are, and I think I said this on the TV a couple times, I mean, they are a together group. I mean, they are they are everything right now that Arkansas is not. They have defined roles. They have an identity. They know what they want to do. They know who's playing, who's not playing. They've got their rotations. And, I mean, they've got, they've got a, 
everything the way they want it, and mm-hmm. and and it's humming, and and they've bought in. I think a lot of it, you know, the, they had four guys coming back. They had four older guys coming in. Uh, the pieces have fit perfectly, uh, and again, the buy-in has been, you know, they're 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 really buying into wanting to win, wanting to get to the tournament. And it shows how they play. I mean, yeah. they, they like last night. They they just told Kentucky, we're we're not letting you get run and fast break. We're getting back. We're going to get in front of you, and we're going to take all away that transition stuff and make you play in the half court. And they scored 105 on Georgia on Saturday. <laughs> and yeah, what they get last night? Fifty something. I mean, sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I mean, just. Hats off to them. They're really yeah. on the defensive end. They are a scoring defense. They're the top team in the SEC, and I mean, they just you know again they're playing they're they're playing great as a team. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Missouri still stinks. And so for the Mizzou maniac, well, I apologize how I acted yesterday, and I'm sorry I chewed on you so bad. But your team stinks, and and Joe, I know you almost, uh, or at least you're being courted by Missouri. I don't know if you almost went there. Maybe it's not the right way to say it, but uh, you would probably feel the same way calling their games if you had gone there as you're feeling about Arkansas right now. <laughs> yeah, so. there's, yeah, they they've they've been competitive. I mean, they were competitive yep. last night, but I mean, they mm-hmm. they can't get over the they can't get over the hump. You know, they lost a, a tough one at home to South Carolina. They were right there last night. And they just they really miss Kobe Brown, man. He it shows. What a tremendous player he was for them yeah. last year. I thought it, what was impressive to me was, A, South Carolina shot the ball really well, yeah. especially in the second half against Arkansas last week. Now, part of it was they were getting open looks. Yeah. They got now, them last night, too. Though. They got open looks last night, and they hit some tough shots. Yeah. South Carolina is shooting the ball really well yeah. right now, and I even heard them say, uh, their shooting percentages coming into this game was deceiving that th- they right. felt like they were a better shooting well, team than they have shown in previous yeah. games. Like coming into the coming into the Arkansas game, like BJ Mack was three 29. out of twenty nine percent. He was three out of eighteen coming into the Arkansas game, and it was. But you watched him on tape, and his shot looked great, and he was getting wide open looks because he's being guarded by a big, and so you're kind of sitting there going, kind of like what you're saying. It's a little misleading. He's a good shooter, getting good looks, and then unfortunately for Arkansas, boom, 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 he hits three. That kind of, I think he was kind of the straw that broke the camp. They all played good, but him being able to put up the numbers he put up against us was a backbreaker. I felt like watching the game Saturday uh, and the way Devo Davis played Michi. He was face guarding him. He was, I mean, tight on. He wasn't playing help defense. It was almost like, all right, we're taking Michi out. Their number three score is out of the game due to an injury. Right. We're going to make the rest of the team beat them. Was did you get that yeah, feel? No, that was kind of the game no, plan, I, and, it, I watched, and it worked. I watched for practice. South Carolina. I watched practice, and uh, they were. I mean, number five Michi was the focal point of their practice. The ball screen. They're trying to make him go left. They're trying to side the ball screens so that he couldn't get to the middle of the floor. Uh, they talked, you know, endlessly about picking him up because of his deep, deep uh, ability to shoot the ball deep. So no, but they also talked about in the pick and roll, you got to rotate. And I think that when you saw the two timeouts really quick, mm-hmm. the 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 rotation of getting to Mac and recognizing it, and then and and not. And a couple times he got to the middle on the ball screen and was able to throw it back to Mac. You know those were those were breakdowns, and I think that that's where 
you know, you saw the two quick timeouts by Musk to try to, you know, shake and g- grab their attention to no avail, though. So. Let's talk about tonight, Joe. And Arkansas has, over the years, had their issues with Ole Miss, but of late they have owned the Rebels. Nine of ten, five straight. This is a little different animal, obviously, with Coach Beard. He's got a couple of big bigs, including a 7-5 shot-blocking uh, monster in the middle. And we all know Arkansas has struggled to score, period. So what do you expect tonight? The line, by the way, has moved to six, so even uh, a little more movement towards Ole Miss. And that is our question of the day today, too. Arkansas is going to be, I think, a home dog for one of the very rare times in the Muss era. And the question becomes, we all think, I think, I think it is at least. Joe, I'll get your opinion. Uh, this is a little better matchup tonight. Obviously, you have to factor in home court advantage for both games. But which game do you think Arkansas has got a better chance to win, or which matchup do you like better, Joe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, there's our answer. <laughs> I don't like either one of them because I don't like the fact that they're playing Ole Miss on the road. They're undefeated at home. They play a lot better at home than on the road. And then, you know, I mean, Kentucky is loaded. I mean, they they go 12 deep. I mean, they, they've just got – they've almost got too much talent. You think you saw that last night. He's he's playing a lot of guys. And he wants to play a lot of guys and trying to keep everybody happy. And I think he's, like, missing out on – getting better production out of some guys so um but i always think being at bud walton if i was going to go one way or the other uh i would i would i would favor the kentucky game because you're playing at home it's game days there you're going to have a lot of energy and and enthusiasm uh that you know should benefit you uh to some extent um i, I don't you know, Ole Miss is really is really funny. I mean, they're not playing very good defense. They have two really good shot blockers and Sharp and Cisse, but they don't. Those two guys don't score at all. So you kind of he's kind of in a quandary uh, a lot of times when they struggle to score. He takes those guys out, and then his defense suffers tremendously when he tries to go put Breakfield or uh, at the five and play a little smaller and try to get some offense their def- their their defense suffers incredibly when that happens so you know that's going to kind of be the game tonight is can Arkansas somehow score and exploit uh with those two big guys and when they play because I think that would help them with their defense because those guys are very lit now if you don't box them out and let them rebound and stuff like that then you know, you, you got to do those things with those bigs. But I'm talking about those guys, they don't have the ability to make shots and do things offensively. They're shot blockers, offensive rebounders. So if you can take that offensive rebounding uh, away from those two guys, that should help, your, should help you defensively. Now, again, at home, again, like all teams, when they when they're able to get some stops and get out on the break, Morrell and Flanagan and uh, – Oh, their little point guard, uh, Juju. They call him Juju uh, Murray. Uh, when they get going up and down, especially at home with Breakfield and everything, they they can really get it going. So again, those are those are things that you're really watching tonight. How can Arkansas exploit the big guys with the offense that they run with a lot of their post guys outside and the the pick and rolls? Well, I think you know, especially Brazil. I mean, your pick 
your pick and roll. I mean, they'll be in drop coverage more than likely uh, with those big guys. So they'll be dropped into the lane trying to prevent the guy. You're going to throw it back. You know, Brazil, uh, Lawson should get some good Open looks. Three. Should get some good looks. You know, they so. haven't been running the pick and roll with Brazil as much as I thought they would. Because, you know, we heard that they were studying, what was it, the Bucks, Christian, the, the Bucks offense of how to use Brazil, kind of like they use uh, the Greek freak. They, they had looked at some different NBA offenses to, to kind of feature Brazil, but we haven't seen that really at all. And then I see pick and roll with big guys like a Lawson or even a Mitchell, and I'm like, why, why aren't they running the pick and roll with Brazil? It's a great question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got lots the, of them, Joe. I, yep. I thought the making the offense the Bucks thing was always going to be a fool's errand because they didn't. I mean, it works because you have Giannis. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't have a Giannis. Yeah. We don't. Brazil can't put it on the floor. Right. Him. Yeah, and he doesn't have the physical. You know, make you know Giannis. He can't get to the rim yeah, at will. Giannis can. Yeah. Giannis can well, just get out of the way. I mean, I I'm mean, coming it, and it, there ain't no, a lot you can do about it. And. Again, I would yeah. like to see more of that because I think Brazil is better. I think, again, you don't, in this day and age, you don't like the mid-range game. You don't like to pull up. But I think Brazil, if he gets in there and plays off of two feet, I think he can shoot a jump hook or a little face-up jumper over anybody. I mean, because because of his length and his bounce. So he's got a good quick bounce. So even against a seven-footer, he, I think he can stop and raise up before that guy has a chance to react. I would like to say in Brazil's defense that there aren't three people on earth who right. have Thank you. Right. Yeah. Uh, Giannis's special there's, skill there's set. Not, there's not one person besides him, in my opinion. I mean, he's, Joe, you got, he's nuts. Yeah, he is. You got a top, uh, by the way, they got a new coach, Joe. Has anybody called you? They're looking for Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard they're talking to Doc. It's, yeah. Uh, interesting. Um, we know your feelings on him. Top eight, uh, Arkansas, or Arkansas, the SEC has three teams, Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, and I think tonight, South Carolina will get in there at some point if they can. When, when's the poll come out, Justin? Is it out? Not Monday. Next week? It'll come out Monday. So it won't come out until yeah. next week. So, okay. Yeah, they weren't even getting. Where are they? Were they getting any votes last week? Uh, I don't think so. Think Alabama. I think they got Missouri Saturday. So they, yeah, so they, if they yeah. win, they'll be in probably. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, my question was going to be Auburn, Alabama. At Alabama tonight, Joe, that's the best mm-hmm. matchup, I that's think, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of still like Auburn to go on the road. I think they're that much better than Alabama. What do you think? I realize it's in-state and all that, but... I like Alabama at home. I mean, they play okay. better. But, again, Auburn is... I think this is going to be a, a dynamic game. I mean, uh, just, you know, the the pace that Alabama wants to play at can can Auburn do physically to Alabama what Tennessee did. They just... They physically got into them. They took away the took away the penetration which sets up everything and it sets up everything for everybody it's kind of a but they they really want to get paint touches and then spray the ball out for threes i mean they their whole thing is either try to get the ball all the way to the rim or cause help situations rotation situations and spray the ball they did a great job tennessee did on sears i mean they they just really dominated him on the ball and that really just really took Alabama out of everything so uh, it'll be interesting to see if 
Auburn because you know Auburn looked at that game and they're like, "This is the blueprint." Yeah. Easier said than done, but sure. This is the blueprint, so it'll be interesting to see what they can do. How do you rank? Uh, is this Tennessee's best team since he's been Barnes been over there? My, you think? My opinion, yeah. Yeah, I think that. I think the thing that changes them is like. In the past, we talked about it, you know, Wes, we'd always talk about they were always good for a 50-burger, mm-hmm. you know, two or three times a year, mm-hmm. where they just, you're like, they they would lose and score 48 points. And you're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> you know, and, but now with this Cat Connect, they got a guy that when they get into those lulls, they, they run that middle pick and roll. And they and they run it to death, and he can shoot the three. He's a he's a really good shooter from the three. He can get downhill. He can finish at the rim. He gets fouled. So he's a guy that can get them good looks when they're they're in a funk offensively. And I think that's the difference. And I think that's what you've seen this year. And and then you know he can also take over a game, which he's done three or four times in SEC play already. So, I mean, he's he's definitely the difference. But you're gonna go with Alabama tonight. I am. I just think they they just got they just got pounded. I think they're at home. It's an in-state game. I think it's gonna be an awesome mm-hmm. game. But yeah. I just. I think their bounce back is going to be tremendous. I really like okay. Nate Oates as a coach. I mean, he's he's a terrific coach. When a team is coming off of a loss and you're about to play them, what what does that do? Think you know? What do you think about that? Because I saw that last night. Oh, Kentucky just got beaten. They're going to be mad coming into Bud Walton Arena. Watch out! We get an angry team. Or I've seen the other way. A team just loses their their confidence is shaken a little bit, and maybe there's some questions there. I think with a veteran team, it's big because I think you have a team that that's had success and has experienced some things and understands. I think with a younger team like Kentucky, it's just the nature of the beast. You got, may have a little aloofness. Oh, you know, we're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talented and we're going to be all right. Whereas you won't maybe have the urgency that a Mark Sears or a, you know, a, a guys on uh, Alabama are going to have understanding. Mm-hmm. It's a home game. It's against a top ten team. We're trying to make the NCAA. I think those things are more prominent in in older teams, uh, guys that are a little have a little more veteran uh, savvy to them. Um, Joe, NFL playoffs continuing this weekend. A- yeah, NFL baby. Championship games. <laughs> feeling? Uh, how you feeling going into the weekend? I'm feeling like I felt going into Buffalo. I'm like. We got our hands full, and we got to play good. If we play a good, clean game, we'll, yeah. have, we'll have a shot. Yeah, sure. I, I think we'll have a shot. Uh, we got a break with the missed field goal. Uh, we got a we got a break with them running a fake punt, but then we weren't able to we weren't able to capitalize. Capitalize, yeah. But you know, so you got two really really good breaks. Yeah, I don't know that you can count on that from Baltimore. And then you saw how Josh Allen was able to run, you know, just from passing situations, yeah. able to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, that worries me even more so with Lamar being able to make, uh, you know, broken plays or what they call it, unscheduled runs, <laughs> yeah, uh, for for big yards and big plays. So, I mean, that that worries me. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't. I thought our offense was better. Again, I think we have a really good defense. Uh, that can keep us in the game, and then again yeah. you get you get a couple of breaks, and you, you find yourself you know right there in the fourth quarter. So 
you know, I'm optimistic. I know, I know we're up against it though, so they better, they better bring it. How about the other game? Got a feeling on that one? Man, I like Detroit. <laughs> I just, I, I think like, we're all kind of rooting for them. Yeah. I just, I, I, I think the the Debo question is huge. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it's, uh, I think that's a that's a huge, huge question because I think you know we've all seen the graphics at nauseum the past three days at you know what he means to that offense in the in the passing and the running and they're just so much better when he's out there so i i think if he plays i would i still would want detroit but i think i would favor uh i would favor san francisco uh, but if he doesn't play i i think either way detroit has a great chance i think sure. but uh and it'll be interesting to see golf outside Mm. Playing a little bit, I, I don't know if they're going to have weather or any kind of weather or anything, but interested to see that. I think we all are. Coach Kelly being a little lighter, get his mm. thoughts on it. Um, I know you're pulling for your your Chiefs. I saw a story speaking of the uh, playoffs. You know, the, the Kelsey boys have the podcast, and um, Jason was joking around. I guess I, I didn't realize he had not met Taylor Swift before. So apparently that game was their first meeting, and his That's wife was like. You know, can you kind of keep it together? And he's like, "I'm doing this. I'm going to take my shirt off, and I'm going to act like you know, I'm going to have a good time." I'm gonna act like and Jason he said, Kelsey. "Right." He said, <laughs> "He said that when he met his wife, he got blackout drunk and fell and passed out at a bar." So he said, "You know, it worked out okay for us." He's like, "I don't think it's going to matter." You know, meeting my brother's girlfriend. So, <laughs> Joe, do you remember the first impression you made on Dana? Surely it was better than that. Yeah, no, it was it was better than that. I mean, I kept my shirt on. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I mean, uh, yeah, I Where'd mean. Did you meet her? Did you meet her at a party? It, or was, did a, you meet it her? was a blind date. It was a blind date. Carla, okay. Carla, and Dana Hilbert, my partner, Corky's. Yeah. Uh, Car- I was friends with Carla because of uh, she was friends with Scott Hastings' wife, uh, Judy, at the time. And uh, boy. Uh, so I had met her, and then, you know, one day I was, after about a year, I kind of looked at her, and I was like, man, can you hook a brother up? I'm dying out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And she, and, she so. do, and she done good. Yeah, done no doubt. Good. But we went to Maxine's tap room. For our that's first nice. You know, that's a great lesson, I think, for young guys. It's uh, don't over overdo it on the first one, you know. Yeah. You take them out to, like, a really fancy steakhouse or a Corky's barbecue dinner, yeah. you know, there's nowhere to go. Down, down from there. there. It's all down Yeah, that's it. So you gotta, you got to start start small. You know, if you take her to Burger King or something and she's happy, hey, listen, you got a good one. Hold on to them. Got her a draft so. beer and a bag of mixed nuts. Listen, and the rest is history, Jeff. Yeah. Doesn't get any good. better than that. No, Little George good. Jones on the jukebox. It's funny. It's had it going on, brother. That's just uh, that's just a little little pure Americana right there, my friend. <laughs> and how many years later now? Ooh, we've been together forty years. I mean, been married going on thirty-seven. Thirty-eight or thirty? Let's see, eighty. Six, yeah, thirty-seven, going on. Keep getting older, and she keeps getting better. I don't I know. It's it. really weird. I, know it. I guess, I guess, only one of you has to be married to you is yeah, the problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but she's she's doing well in spite of it. So yep. God bless her. Yep. Hang in there, dude. All right. 
Things are going to get better. I promise. Wait till we're married 40, telling, I promise. I've been telling you. I've been telling you it's so going to get better. Just hang in there. It's going to get Practice better. Practice makes perfect. Yep. <laughs> All right. We've got to hit a break. When we come back. We'll uh, we'll delve a little more into what's going on in the world of hoops. You can hit us up if you want to on our... It's been busy already. I've been uh, talking to people back and forth a little bit this morning on the Southern Structural Solution text line. Hit us up on our live fan feedback brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America. And I also want to give a, uh, you can call us too, 501-661-1037. Tip of the cap to Gary Horn. He's got our transmitter back up and running. So those of you who are uh, have been listening through static of late, it is better now. And that's a temporary fix, but we have a permanent fix coming as well. So kudos to Gary and whoever helped him uh, with the transmitter. Appreciate them because, you know, the show may be great. may not be. But if you can't hear it, it certainly doesn't do a whole lot of good. Anyway, appreciate everybody who uh, grinds at the buzz behind the scenes. Feel I'm attached Somewhere I was in a feeling bad Baby, I am not your dad It's not all you want from me I just want your company Girls, obvious Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals24. That's Chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is Sports Center. Busy night last night in college basketball in the top 25. South Carolina down number six, Kentucky, 79 to 62 to get to 16 and three overall. 20 points for Taylor Cooper on the evening. Unranked Texas beats Oklahoma's ranked number 11, 75 to 60 on the road. Number four, Houston beats number 21, BYU, 75 to 68. Number 17, Creighton beats Xavier, 85 to 78. Duke beats Louisville, 83 to 69. And Michigan gets hammered by number two. Purdue, 99 to 67. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. The Bucks are back. 
At the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eggery and Wes Moore. Welcome back. It is 1034 in The Zone. Big Joe Klein in. Thanks to Corky's Barbecue where today it is... Wings, man. Come get you some wings. 75-cent wings. But we got chicken sandwiches, don't we, Wes? Great chicken sandwiches. Got one right sitting right there. Brought you one, Justin, but... Oops. Oops. You're not here, so I had to give it to HB. HB's the winner today. Really? I was going to say, my fridge is perfectly open, and uh, I'd be happy to eat it for lunch tomorrow. But that's okay, HB. You enjoy my sandwich. That's all right. Uh, I am in Charlotte today with the UCA Bears. I am across the street, boys, from a Charlotte landmark. Would you like to guess? Mark. Charlotte landmark. Uh, the Bank of America? No. That's a good guess. Uh, it is sports-related. Oh, the stadium. Oh, the old, the old, uh, the old castle. Oh, Jordan. Jordan statue? No, that's not in the Charlotte. Old, the old Coliseum. Is it a racetrack? Uh, you're getting, Christian, you're getting closer. Is it the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Kaboom! Mm, uh, I'm literally look looking out my window at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Wow. Yep, that's right, buddy. You going to go over so, there? You going to check it out? Not likely. <laughs> um, don't really have time. Got to do a, the podcast today with Zach, and then I'm going to go interview one of the Bears players for halftime today, and then uh, we're tipping off today against Queens University. Did you get to go to uh, SEC Network Studios I last didn't. Night? No, I didn't. But you know what I did do last night? Went over to Michael Felder's house. He invited me over, and I hung out with Michael and his wife. And Michael made me lasagna. I yeah. may not have gotten a chicken s- sandwich, I was going to say, he probably, he probably cooked you up something righteous. Dude, he's he's got a whole thing planned out for his... It was hilarious, like, sitting there listening to him. His wife's birthday's this week. She turns 40. And he is doing this whole, like, five-course meal for her and some friends and... He's like, we're going to open with bacon-wrapped scallops. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy. Yeah, he's next level. He's ruining it for all of he's us. He's a trophy <laughs> husband. Yeah, he's, he's solid for sure. 
Uh, anyway, but uh, that was very nice of them to let me in, and then I didn't make it over yet because I was I ended up getting late. By the way, I've been told by people over the years, Joe, I don't know how much experience you've had flying over to Charlotte, uh, how bad the airport is here. And it's under construction, so I'll give them a little bit of a pass, but got here, sat on the tarmac for like 35 minutes. They're like, there's a plane at the gate. I'm like, how does that happen? Don't you have other gates? They do because it's an enormous airport. It's like a 20-minute walk to the baggage claim. Then my bag took like 35 minutes to get there. I'm thinking, you know, I think maybe they just overbuilt the airport a little bit, but it is crazy. Yeah, I was no there a cu- couple years ago, and it was, I was just flying in there and then getting a rental car and stuff, and it was yeah, it was more difficult than it needed to be, but it was yes. all construction. I mean, it was, yeah. so obviously they haven't, they, they're not done, obviously. No, they're, they're still working on it, Joe. <laughs> it's like the uh, I-30 project, just a couple more years. Uh, yeah, note to self, carry on your bags every time when you roll through here. I've been told for years, and I wouldn't listen, but I was I should have. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Yesterday, a few sports outlets reported that it was not a if, but only when Jim Harbaugh will be named the new coach of the Chargers and that he is taking his Michigan staff with him. Some believe this is due to the new contract, not including a guaranteed immunity from possible infractions. We'll see how the pendulum swings. I also read yesterday that Pete Carroll's apparently interested in going to coach the Chargers, so I don't know how interested they are in him, but I've heard dumber ideas for sure, and then I haven't heard anything new on Belichick other than maybe he was going to go for a second in Atlanta, which I really hope that doesn't come to pass because I don't want him there. I heard a uh, national, one of the guys who covers the Atlanta Falcons last night on national talk on the way home from work, and he was talking about how detailed and how extensive this Atlanta Falcons search is, that they've interviewed like five, six, seven coaches already twice, and there's a couple more they're waiting on to interview a second time. One of them is uh, a coach that's in the game, this one of the games this weekend, and so they can't interview him again until next week, and so they're looking at interviewing 10 different guys two different times and that, that they feel like there is no the people who thought Belichick was a done deal this past Friday when he got his second interview he said that is not the case this is wide open and Belichick is there is not a favorite for this job There's there, it is just anybody's job right now. Well I think Belichick's age not I think they would like in theory you would like to hire your coach who's going to be there for the next eight to ten years in theory mm-hmm. i mean if if you hire the right guy and you're successful you know but you're you're worried probably that does does Belichick want to go three or four more years get the record and out to pasture or and I'm sure with Belichick there's some control issues i mean as far as uh they have an agenda they have a gm there yes he was the gm and so i'm sure there's some there's some stuff that was one of the things pointed yeah. out was how much control are the falcons willing to give belichick and, that and or how much <clears throat> less control is he willing to take if right. he comes to the falcons right and i think that's the i think that's the main main issue in my opinion Justin, we got a couple callers one uh, has a question for joe Let's do it. Okay. Todd. Todd is uh, up first. Todd, welcome into the zone. You got a question for Joe? Sir, hey, uh, yesterday afternoon I heard uh, <clears throat> Rick Schaefer was, he read part of an article that one of the uh, writers up in northwest Arkansas wrote. And basically it was comparing Muss, Muss's first three or four years here with uh, John Calipari's first three or four years in Kentucky where Calipari's first three or four teams made deep runs in the NCAA tournament. Then all of a sudden, they were just terrible one year. They lost the first uh, first round of the NIT. And actually, the uh, 
the local media started calling that team the uncoachables. And he was wondering, is that what we have this year? Are they, this team's just not bringing anything from practice to the games? They're just kind of doing their own thing. And that's kind of what he was comparing. Do you see any of that? Thanks. Well, what I've seen and what I've heard coming from us is, and I think you even heard it today in the paper, he raved about how what a great practice they had Monday. Uh, and they went three hours. And he is, uh, in talking to him, he's very perplexed from a standpoint of they're a great bunch of guys. They practice hard. They have good enthusiasm. Uh, they like each other. They hang out with each other. But it's just not translating. And he's like, he's never seen anything like it in his 29 or 30 years in coaching. He was just like, I've never, you know, usually you've got a couple of bad apples or bad attitudes when you have a have a team that's struggling and people, you don't have buy-in and, and people not wanting to do it. And coming from his mouth, he's saying that does not appear the case from a preparation standpoint. Now, it's not carrying over into the game for whatever reason. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's where it matters the most. And so I personally have not seen, an un, you know, the quote uncoachable. <clears throat> I haven't seen that. I mean, I've seen some frustration, but, I mean, that's, I mean, hell, you see that. You see that on winning teams. Yeah. You know, you see that on winning teams. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so, but the, the uncoachable thing, I have not seen any of that at all. You said Milwaukee you were Bucks, pr- anyone? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were at practice Friday. So you <clears throat> saw practice Friday. Were you then surprised what you saw Saturday? Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I thought, I thought, now again, I, I'd only seen two or three games of South Carolina on tape. And so it's a big difference in watching somebody on TV and then seeing them. But... Uh, I thought I thought Arkansas was going to win the game. I thought they uh, could handle them defensively. I thought it would be a good game for them to get their defense kind of on track. Uh, and obviously, they gave up 77 points to a team that scores 65. Yeah, that was their best SEC output. Yeah, and uh, so, today. and so uh, that was surprising. It was just you know, it was uh, you know, I tried not to make it sound like when I was doing the game that I was disappointed, but inside I was like, mm. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And and so, <clears throat> again, and you could see the same frustration on Muss over there. I mean, and again, I, I watched practice. I saw some of the things they were trying to do with mm-hmm. the ball screen and with Michi and talking about rotations and things like that. But, you know, things were addressed and, and gone over in detail like they always are with mm-hmm. Muss, and it didn't carry over. So I think, again... That's where you know, from a coach's standpoint, you're you're raising your hands up, and I mean, you know, if if it's if it's not working out, it's you either can't do it or you won't do it. I mean, if if you're losing, you can, it's happening because you can't do certain things or you won't do certain mm-hmm. things, and it's starting to look to me like I think the won't the won't is the if it, if it was you can't do it or you won't do it won't means you're the uncoachable uncoachable. Uh, thing would come into play. I don't see that with them. So, you know, it's getting to the point where if they don't turn around, you know, you probably you got you got to look at it and go, hey, you know, he's he's been strong for eight years in the portal, going through Nevada and coming here. Maybe they swung and missed this year on some guys. I mean, that, that's that's all you, you're getting to that point. You know, yeah, I've heard I've heard that argument once or twice so yeah, far this year, you're, Joe. You're, you're yeah. getting you're getting to that point where. 
you know, if if it's if it's not that they won't won't learn, they won't do it, then mm-hmm. it's they can't do it. It's yeah. either it's always one of those two things. It's just the way it is. Let's go to JW. He's got a question for Joe. JW, welcome to the show. I got a statement first, uh, Justin. I applaud you. Uh, I was listening to your apologetic tour this morning. And I would like to get on that also. It takes two people to argue. It, it takes two people to act full. And I'll, I'll jump in there, too, and apologize for the things that I've said. You know, these Arkansas sports have been stinking real bad. They just make <laughs> us think as people. You know, it's starting to rub off on us, and we can't let that happen. You're right. And uh, in, the, in the words of Jackie Moon, everybody love everybody. And, Joe, that <laughs> comes to my question to you. When you got the... Did you ever get the chance to post up and to be in Jackie Moon? And if you did, what was his weakness? And I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> post who now? Jackie Moon. Who is that? Will Ferrell's Semi Pro. Oh, yeah. I would have liked that. I mean, he's a little hairy and a little sweaty. I, that would have kind of been a little. Did, did you ever wear eyeliner to intimidate the other team, Joe? No, no. Did I you don't, ever I don't have a pro like Jackie Moon? No. Mm-hmm. Did you do a pregame pump? Just to intimidate somebody? <laughs> no. No? Did didn't, you ever wrestle a bear? Didn't have to. Didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> sorry. What? No, I've never wrestled a bear. No, I, That's good. Not, no. That's probably smart. Yeah. You know, the bear in that movie ended up killing its trainer later after. It didn't, obviously, thank God, kill Will Ferrell. That would have been tragic. But that, the bear ended up killing somebody later on. True story. That's what they do. <laughs> it's a bear, man. It's a freaking yeah. bear. I mean, that's the thing about a bear, Joe. Eventually, you know what it's going to do. It's like It'll the go bear. It's like the dude the other day down at Atlantis in the Bahamas got bit by a shark. Well, he was at yeah. a he was at a thing where you walk with sharks. Hmm. Uh, he was in a at a place where you can walk with the sharks. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. you're only Crazy supposed to do like. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, come on over. And he's like, he's assuming they're like lemon sharks, and it turns out it was like a great white. He's like, wait a minute. Wait a second here. This is not the way this is supposed to go. I got bit by a shark. How did that happen? Oh, I was walking in a in a, in a, in a pool. A deal where you walk with sharks. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Uh, Joe, have you ever swam with dolphins? No. Okay. Uh, all right. I've well, seen dolphins. I've seen a lot that's, of dolphins. That's great, Joe. I'm sure you've seen killer whales, too. I'm assuming you haven't swam with them either. No. Okay. All right, let's go to break, and uh, we will come back and wrap it up for the hour. If you want to join us, 661-1037. We're off to a much more pleasant start with callers today. And Wes and uh, JW made up. It was good. We're good. If we just get Mizzou Maniac to call in and fall on his sword and talk about how bad his team is, really, really going to make some progress there. Joe, I got upset yesterday because people keep bringing up uh, hair color and fingernails being painted. And frankly, I just don't want to talk about that anymore because I don't think it has anything to do with basketball. Now, when you're winning, nobody brings it up. No one cares. Nope. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Uh, we'll take a timeout, and we will return and wrap up the hour. Big Joe Klein's in, courtesy of our friends over at Corky's Barbecue in Little Rock, North Little Rock. And the wing is the thing today, according to Joe. So it must be the case. Uh, Guatney deals are the thing. Unbeatable trade-in deals at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. And just think, you could be driving around today in a new 2024 Chevrolet Equinox. And for a limited time, you can get it for around $23,000 when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. It's a great deal. It's a brand new vehicle. It's crazy. How about a 2024 Chevy Silverado, your dream truck? And they've got a lot of them over there at Guatney. It could be yours for under forty eight grand with your qualifying trade-in. So go by and see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It's the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Real simple. If you want to shop in advance and 
Find the vehicle that's perfect for you, GuadneyChevrolet.com. And don't be scared if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle. Plenty of options there as well. And I will tell you this, the Equinox is not the only brand-new vehicle you can find in the low 20s. They have got other options on that as well. And of course, you get full warranty, great financing options, and you get a great buying experience with the people at Guadi. So why would you ever go anywhere else? I can't imagine. Go by and see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. The winter of 2024 is coming with a vengeance, but I can help you with staying warm on the inside and the outside. Take exit 108 in Moralton. Go inside to Elia's Mexican Grill. That'll take care of the outside. Then just order something, and that'll take care of the inside. Have you heard that Elia now has a new bean bar that comes with cornbread and is complimentary with your entree? It's fantastic. She's now doing caterings as well for small groups or large corporate gatherings. Happy hour at Elia's is Sunday through Thursday with half-off draft and bottled beer, and they also have a party room for large groups with a buffet option. Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530, exit 34 in Whitehall. I wish I could get this stupid jar open. Jars can be tough, am I right? Who are you? And how'd you get in my kitchen? It's me, Flo, and I'm here to grant your wish of easily switching to Progressive and helping you get a discount that honors the time spent with your previous insurer. Great, but what does that have to do with getting this jar open? Nothing. So you can't open this? Oh, I just do insurance. Jars I leave to the professionals. Sign up for Progressive and opt into more savings. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Not available in all states or situations. Now, during Staples Print Pig Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of 100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of 200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of 300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more, up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. Now's the time to get a great deal on select Kubota compact tractors. Rated number one in durability and owner experience. Designed for easy operation and feature performance matched attachments. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down. Zero APR for up to 84 months, plus save up to $300 on select equipment. Stop by River Valley Tractor or go to KubotaUSA.com forward slash disclaimers for full disclaimer. Cord TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. You're back in the zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Check us out online at 1037thebuzz.com and throw us a follow at JustinAkry7 at Wes underscore more and at CWeaver1037. Now, back to Justin Acre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 
hope I'm not too late to set my demons straight. I've gotten a lot, a lot of great uh, people who have reached out and even guys after games like who are um, who just talk about like how I mentioned God and, and Christ and things like that. And I always tell people it's not it's not me, you know what I'm saying? It's Him. Like it's not it's nothing I can do to ever repay what what the Lord has done in my life, you know. And I don't want to. I just want to act in uh, what, he, what He's called me to do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not perfect. I, I make mistakes. Um, every day, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I know the God that I serve is, is a forgiving and graceful God, and I, I can just appreciate that. And um, I, even like uh, Coach Harbaugh, uh, um, even saying that after the um, after they beat us, uh, you can just see, like, there's a lot of us out here, too, that love the Lord, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And um, I, I appreciate everybody who reaches out, and I'm not doing it to look cool or whatever. I'm doing it because that's what God called me to do. That is C.J. Stroud, quarterback for the Houston Texans, no longer in the playoffs, but a uh, guy that a lot of people are looking up to for his play and for his position on and off the field. And uh, that was refreshing, I thought. We also saw John Harbaugh open a media conference this week with a, uh, a verse from the Bible. So for those of you who are believers and roll that way, you got some people to sort of roll with. And uh, you know the old saying in the Bible, boys, Give to God what is God and to Caesar what is Caesar's. Well, C.J. Stroud's also given a little bit of Caesar. Uh, the foundation, which is a collective at Ohio State, he is donating to that. They haven't said exactly how much, but uh, somewhere between fifty and 100000 is what people are uh, suggesting. I guess that's what most of the people who are donating are at least giving. So uh, C.J. Stroud giving back to his alma mater and giving it to the big guy upstairs. Mm. I like me some C.J. Stroud. And, uh, boy, if you're Clint Sterner you get to cover that team, that's a pretty good guy to roll with for a while. Mm. Amen. The future for the Texans looks really good. I mean, yeah. to have a rookie coach, rookie quarterback, a very young team, to, to win the division, go to the playoffs, win a game, get that kind of experience. Makes sense. And then Will Anderson was pretty, pretty yeah. good for him, too. Oh, no so, doubt. So, I mean, Jeez. looks like a heck of a move they made last year to move down. And they lost one of their top wide receivers during the season. They'll get him yeah. back. And then whatever they can do in the offseason to add some additional pieces – yeah, that's a t- that's a team no. that's on the rise. Yep, I agree. Hey, Wes, we were talking. I know we got callers on real quick. I was going to mention I saw a story this morning. Didn't realize it, Joe. You may have, but um, Kansas City was down to like a third string safety. Yeah, that, well, their their starter got hurt, and he was the backup already. So they turned. To, I think he's a rookie or a second year yeah. guy, Joe. Yeah, but that's a pretty cool story they too. And they obviously did fine. Third round guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but he was he was a third round. I think a third round pick for them, uh, and. You know they were praising him for how well he played. So I mean that kudos to them. Good good pickup. They needed it. Yeah, no got to step up. Yep. Yeah, just like the Bills, Wes. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. All right. <laughs> One versus on. eight. But whatever. <laughs> they didn't have eight guys out. You've been ridiculous. Anyway, go ahead. Birdman. Let's go to Birdman. Birdman, welcome into the zone. It's really for everybody. Yeah, I had a question for Joe. It's really for everybody. I was listening to the radio. Rick Schaefer had made a comment the other day that at the press conference after the, the loss, a couple of the guys said, well, we just didn't have the effort. We didn't bring the effort. And Rick said, my next question would have been, why? It's like, okay, I can understand we played hard, but we lost. Or I can understand I wasn't hitting my shot tonight. But you play for the Arkansas Razorbacks. You are in the SEC Basketball League. 
uh, how in the world can you not get the effort to play every time you go out? I really like to hear if Joe is still there, what he would say about it, because uh, I thought Rick made a good point. Thanks, guys. It's always great to listen to you. Well, no, I think Rick's spot on with that. I mean, I mean that that is, you know, you always say as a coach, you can't coach effort. I mean, you can't. You, you can't get inside a guy's heart and things of that nature. Uh, and uh, the only way you 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 can coach effort is that you don't really coach it, you demand it. And if you don't get it, you don't play him. And so uh, that's kind of – and you, you go to the film, and then when you're sitting there in the film room as a coach and you see a lack of effort or somebody not running back on defense, blah, 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 whatever, whatever the matter may be, you point it out, and then that's where you, know, you point it out five or six times, and then you, you know you you make it understood that the the next game or the next time you're not sitting on a, out there playing and you're upset about that. Remember what we're watching right here, and that's 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 how you do it. And I have no doubt, <laughs> no doubt that that is what is. I mean that's it's being pointed out. I mean Musselman is a terrific coach and he is and I think that's why you're seeing him play 13 12 guys. I mean cuz he's looking for that. So hopefully they get it tonight. There's a list of problems with this team. Where does effort rank on that list? Um when you're losing it, I mean, I mean a lot of times it's effort and mental stuff too. Not knowing your, not not executing the game plan. So it's not always just running up and down and playing hard. It's executing the game plan and knowing what to do. No, it's 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 up there. It's definitely up there. Maybe they'll get better effort tonight. Lack of ex- execution is effort. So so uh, I mean, it, it's not always not just how hard you're playing. It's are you where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do? That that has a lot of effort. That's effort as well. Coming up next, we got the Red White Report. Kevin Kelly will join us thanks to Little Rock Athletic Club. Stick around. Hour number two coming up next. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 1037 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem 